parents, it's me, Tyler, and I'm here with Josh again. Hello, everyone. Uh, and we are going to look through uh, Luke 4, 14 through 30. And this week, since I'll be in the Bahamas, I know, <laughs> with the high school mission trip. Uh, I'll be in Houston, Texas nice. with a uh, Hurricane Harvey cleanup effort. Bless you. Kind of cool. And so Jeremy Earl. Uh, hi, Jeremy. I know you're listening. Uh, is going to be teaching this Sunday, and <clears throat> I'm excited for him to teach. He used to be a junior, or used used to be the junior high minister here, mm-hmm. and so he's got a lot of experience in that. And um, but yeah, we're going to jump into uh, what we're teaching. And again, Luke four uh, fourteen through thirty. Josh, you wanted to share something about verse sixteen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is a storyline of Jesus coming home. He's been out traveling uh, in the countryside. He has been feeding folks and healing and driving out demons, and word is getting around about him. The thing I love about this passage is that when Jesus comes home, he goes to church, as was his custom. Mm-hmm. Lots of times, uh, I imagine as junior high parents, you might get the question of, why do I have to go to church? Uh, and man, this this is so, so simple that... Uh, Jesus found community there. He found scripture there. He was learning in church. So on days when it's hard, uh, we really still love you guys to encourage your junior high students to make it their custom to connect in community at the, at the middle. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, as we, as we kind of go into this, uh, message, uh, this, this morning or that morning, I guess, um, Looking through Luke four and um, looking at how Jesus at at the temple got to share the good news out of Isaiah, um, he found a place where it is written and verse eighteen and nineteen, and we get to look. This is just the philosophy of the middle and how we approach curric- cur- curriculum. Uh, we get to look at um, the story, but also and and more importantly, look at the people in the story and their perspectives. And and so on a philosophy level, we are teaching them how to read the Bible and how to look at the stories deeper. As a a dad with a sixth grade student and then a third grader who's coming and a first grader who's coming up, I mean, this philosophy of learning to read the Bible, not just for the story, but to see the way the people in the story, experience the story mm-hmm. is a is a continual philosophy for reading. And so, when we look at like this passage or this chunk of scripture in particular, there's a really cool progression of how the people in the synagogue experience Jesus proclaiming the good news. Yeah. So, <clears throat> again, this is a, a level uh, two question here, and it's uh, verse fifteen. The people Jesus was teaching, and everyone praised him. Verse 20, the eyes of everyone were fastened on him. So they were locked in. Uh, Verse 22a, all spoke well of him and were amazed at his gracious words. And 22b is where the crowd flips a little bit and they're like, wait, isn't this Joseph's son? What's incredible about the good news Jesus was proclaiming was he claimed Isaiah, the prophet, from the Old Testament's words about the Messiah, about the people, the Jewish, the person the Jewish people were expecting. And he said, hey, y'all, it's me. 
<laughs> they were stunned at that moment. It was incredible. And so that's where the reaction is awesome to look at how people experience Jesus's words. Yeah. Um, stunned silence, right? Uh, I mean, these stories that Jesus was telling and how the crowd reacted, why are they so angry? And you look at it and, and you have this light bulb go off of like, whoa, it's because the people in the stories Jesus was were telling to his Jewish audience weren't Jewish. Right. The prophecy from Isaiah says that the good news is for everyone. Yes. Yeah, so we are going to challenge your student this week. The, the person that sits alone at, at lunch or because everyone thinks they're weird, the good news is for them. Uh, the, the person that isn't good at sports and is struggling to find acceptance, the good news is for them. Yeah. It gets even harder when you say, I have a student who is bullied at school. This is the one that that Christianity flips on its head. Mm-hmm. The good news is for the bully. Oh, it's yeah. so hard to move through, especially as a dad when my kid is feeling the feelings of bully. Mm-hmm. So what we want to challenge you as a parent is to ask your student, uh, hey, um, identify someone that that is um, that you struggle with and is the is the gospel for them. Yeah, we're asking the student directly to put a name and a face and a heartbeat of care uh, on someone who is probably far from Jesus. And that's a really hard, hard, challenging thing to do. And, you know, there's people I'm sure at work that, that you struggle with, uh, like Jeremy probably really struggles with me um, and just gives me so much grace. Uh, but, you know, he realizes the gospel is for everyone. Yeah, that's, a, that's an easy walkout. And so it's a conversation we want you guys to, pre- to have in your head and then to... Uh, pursue with your students. So let me pray for you as a dad and as a, as a teacher. I love this passage. Uh, God, we give you the praise that the, the good news of, of grace and the good news of mercy is for everyone. So we ask that uh, conversations are and hearts are prepared and that your spirit is active and, and that out of this just comes awesome conversation and dialogue with parents and junior high students. And, We look for your grace and your glory. Amen. Amen. 